What's up? This is Stoochcast episode 130, Protector of the Yins, and I got I got some very special guests here. We got three members of the band Same from Same Band. We got here Tom Higgins. Hey Stooch. Jesse Caggiano. Caggiano. Did I pronounce that right? Caggiano yep. <laughs> and Jake Stern. We Hello. got three band members here. How are you guys? How you fellas doing? How's it going? Just say each of uh, you know, what instrument you play. You know, what's what's your role in the band? Um, you know, just break it down just a little bit. We'll start with we'll start with Tom. Okay, sure. Uh, I play guitar, uh, and I'm doing well. All to right. answer your earlier Mr. question. All right, sweet, Mr. Jesse. I play bass guitar and do lead vocals, and I'm good. I'm doing good. All right, nice. And, and we got Jake. I play guitar and do backing vocals, and uh, yeah, doing pretty good. Now you guys said that like, um, who's the name of your drummer who is currently? That is Jamie, Jamie Grzynski. Mr. Jamie. Nice, it's awesome, dude. So like, yeah, you know, just the regular stuff, like, you know, what made you guys wanna like do a band? Like, what made you guys? Like, how'd you guys meet? Like, what's, like, kind of, like, the origin story, I guess, uh, for, the, uh, for the group? Who wants to take this one? You, you One of you guys. Uh, well, um, go ahead, Tom. Uh, yeah, so I guess, um, like, Jesse and I have been friends for a long time, like, since we were teenagers. Um, and we, also, we always have kind of, like, hung around and, like... Um, like jammed and stuff and uh like when we were in college uh that's when we met like jake and jamie through kind of like the greater western pennsylvania music scene i guess so we all met when we were in college and at that time we were all playing in different bands but we like interacted with with each other pretty frequently and then after college um we actually all like the three of us played in this other band that jesse and i used to have called naked spirit um and then that band kind of like dissolved and formed into being the same. So I don't know how good of an explanation that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of interesting, <laughs> interesting because, like, I think because I played in another band called Meridian at the time, or this was, I think, probably like 2012 or 2013. And we played one of my like first out of town shows in Bradford, PA. Oh, yeah. And we and we played with this band called on John Jesse Tom DJ JJTD and that JJTD and that was a band and that was actually the first time that I ever met Jesse and Tom but I don't even like yeah we I mean we talked that night but albeit very briefly Um, but then yeah then they went on to form Naked Spirit and then I joined at the very end of Naked Spirit and then we started same Um, but it's. Yeah, yeah I, Jake, I met you even before that at 222 Ormsby um, at, like, a Meridian show. Is that right? Was that before that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. You were, like, 14? or <laughs> You were, like, <laughs> I was, super young? <laughs> I was super young. Probably, I, like, 16, I think that, I think 17. That one was probably one of my first, if not my first, out-of-town shows. I think it was at, like, the Acoustic Fest. Yeah, like yeah. The Ormsby Acoustic Fest. Yeah. yeah. So that was like a long time ago. It's crazy. We've just been kind of like inner, like coming in and out right. of each other's lives for a while. Yeah, our, our paths had been crossing, crossing like for a couple years. Yeah. So basically, before like before we started doing this, Tom and I had a band called Naked Spirit. Jake joined, but then we broke up. Naked Spirit kind of kept going, but like me and Tom wanted to start a new band, and we brought Jake in for that too, and we called it Same, and Jamie drummed. I think now I think like the number one thing for like any band it seems to be just you know like having an availability you know what I mean with the other members and just having an ability to play and then like you know at the same time like co- cooperate would you guys agree with that like it's just what's like the most important thing I guess just being available and just being like showing out and just working on on your craft on your music you know and just being like in the present uh that's important for sure um I think one of the important things are like when we started this band we like established like 
we're not going to put up that many boundaries as to like what kind of music we play or write. So that's always been like a driving force behind us. I don't know. Yeah, just just kind of being as open as possible, like just to other yeah to other people's ideas and just trying to be like positive too, like just you know when I when we're jamming or whatever when we're working on stuff, just like trying to be productive and like you know working towards something and that's like there's still room for critique like we're not just like yeah tom play whatever the fuck you want that sounds cool like we'll like suggest stuff you know we're not just like anything goes like but we've never i've never been in a band before that like is that open as to like what you can write you know so and yes as far as like the actual like scheduling and stuff that you talked about I think about this, like, Stooge, I know you from comedy. It's, like, way different from that because, like, yeah. with a band, with a band, there's, like, four or five people that you have to kind of, like, uh, like coordinate together, you know? like Yeah, like, we all have jobs. Like, we all have other things going on. So there definitely is, like, a, there's, like, a commitment factor to playing in a band with other people. As opposed to comedy, it's, like, if I, if I want to do it, I just get up and do it. I don't really have to worry about anybody else. Um yeah and that kind of is like a big reason why like like music always comes first is because like there's like the whole band there's like other other people are kind of like relying on you and that is something that i like i realized after i started doing comedy is like there's a huge difference between that and it's a factor when you're working so closely with other people yeah so i I was listening to um you know a couple of your singles here so you guys have what is it is it an album or is it an ep that's upcoming uh the plastic western yeah it's an album it's a whole album exactly yeah yeah i saw i I was listening to the singles there was one single bluish it was very good i mean when i when i initially heard it i just listened to it you could tell like you know like just right off the bat like when you're listening that's like oh i could cruise to this you know it's just you could relax and jam out because i know with like that's like a very important thing I think for any type of music is that it just it catches you know a hook or whatever it catches the listener's ear and they could, you can just like lean back or enjoy it and it makes you it makes you feel something like you respond to that so it's you know you guys like had that there when I was listening to some of your songs like it, ca- it catches your attention you know that's cool that's a uh, awesome yeah, feedback that's what I noticed about because I cause, because I know like yeah, thank you there'll just be some music that you can listen to and it just it's like it sucks like, <laughs> it's you don't know like what they're going with. <laughs> or something yeah that's trying to be like (laughs) that's a category trying to be yeah but i don't know i guess that's the thing it's just with all art it's very um you know it's all subjective to like your own taste you know what do i know i like you too so (laughs) (laughs) but is there like do you guys have like a favorite you know you guys uh, obviously do you guys have like a favorite for each of you that like a favorite like band you know like a like a band that you guys admire maybe not to emulate but just admire the most yeah i mean like we all definitely have a few different sources when it comes to that like bands we admire some overlap some don't but like we all you know share a lot of like music we're into and things we've been listening to recently so like for me like two big ones off the top of my head would be pavement and pixies or just like Stephen malkness in general and like Kurt Vile is up there too. Um, and there's a lot that I can't really just think of right now, but I'll let uh, someone else go. Yeah. 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 I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think a big one for me is uh pinback. Um, they're a really cool band. They definitely influenced um, my guitar playing in a, in a significant way. Um just kind of yeah they have like a very kind of like pointed uh like staccato kind of style of guitar playing which i think is neat um but yeah they're probably my biggest influence for same at least on this record how about you tom um it's kind of hard for me to remember exactly like what my influences were um when we were making this record like my my favorite stuff changes like all the time even just in the past like two weeks i've been like like listening to a bunch of music that I've never listened to before and I'm always kind of like uh, jumping around in terms of like what's influencing me 
and everything. But I know for this album, um, like when we were writing it and stuff, I also <coughs> was pretty into pretty into like the stuff that Jesse was suggesting, like the like pavement and pixies and like stuff from the nineties. I also was like at that time I was pretty into um Sleater Kinney. Um like something I really liked that they did was they had like they have two guitars, but the guitars don't necessarily like play together all the time. But it doesn't sound like dissonant or anything. It's just really like different and creative. Um so that like I know when we were writing this music, I was like thinking about stuff like that a lot. Um and like just generally also I listen I try to listen to a lot of stuff that's like like we play music that would be classified as rock. I try to listen to a lot of music that's not like that to try and like pull influences from other places. Like I like a lot of rap music and like electronic music and stuff like that. Genuinely all over the place. I like country music a lot yeah. too recently. Yeah, all-time so favorite if I had to like pick one. Neil yep. Young. Jeez. <laughs> Neil Young. <laughs> Neil Young. Oh, I love that. I think, I think so, yeah. I feel safe. He I feel comfortable that saying that. <laughs> so you guys would say like 90s rock is, like early 90s rock is your biggest influence for this I'd album? I'd say it's like probably part of the foundation for sure. But like Tom said, the influences just change. Like for me, like every couple months maybe, like – depending on when I write a song and like what I was kind of listening to at the time is going to kind of like point you into the direction of like what influence, you know, it was. So like right now, if I was going to write a song, it might be like guided by voices because I've been listening to them a lot. And then like a few months from now that might change, you know? So. So like, say the, uh, like the nineties, dude, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's all good. Uh, so, you know, say whenever you're writing a song, um, does it just, do you like sit down and have like a formal, all right, we're writing this song right here, right now, or is it just, does a lot of it just kind of like come out of like just living life or like doing an activity and you just think of something and then you like be sure to write that down, which is kind of similar to well, in a way. It's, I feel like sometimes you think of something and then, oh, write that down for later. Sort of. And, I mean, like, I guess with stand up, you have like the idea is like the words and like, for songwriting like at least for me like the words and the music don't ever like get to really know each other until like towards the end of the process so it's like what you said like you'll have an idea and you'll jot it down like musically I'll make a voice memo in my phone and just record like a part and then lyrically I have like a note in my phone that just has like a bunch of lines that I think are cool and then, like, at the end of the process, they'll finally merge. But, like, that's kind of how it works, like, on my end. Yeah, so usually around, like, the end, everything just kind of, like, sort of, like, comes together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the different parts. Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's awesome. Tom, what were you going to say? I think you had about songwrit- something about songwriting. Okay. Oh, we were still talking about influences. And I was just, oh, okay. I was yeah, just yeah. saying, like, the 90s rock thing. That's definitely... Like that is definitely like a it's like a common ground for all of us, I would say, where we kind of start, but then like each of the four of us have such such different like other influences, and like I said, it's just to try and like broaden the sound because I don't want it to be like, oh, like you guys sound just like this band from the nineties or like it sounds like it's from the I want it to sound like it's from now, you know what I mean like I don't want it to sound like something that's already been done. Yeah, and that's so kind of something have to that, that we yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of something that we have always tried to do too is just, you know, make something original. We never really wanted to sound like a, another we didn't want to like be like a punk band or like a rock band or whatever. We just kind of always wanted to like take all of our influence influences and like do something do something new. Yeah, that's uh that's very true. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, awesome, yeah I mean, like, <laughs> no, as far saying, as like, like, as far as songwriting goes, I mean, like, each of us could go on and on and on about the process because it's always different and always complicated and fun and hard and easy. It's like there's just so much to say about it, so it's it's hard to put it in like the simplest terms, you know? Yeah. 
But um, I'm just gonna ask uh, transition to this question here. What venues have you guys uh, performed at around Pittsburgh? Many we've done. Let's see. I mean, we've done probably all the like big ones, like Smalls Club Cafe, Smiling Moose, The Rex. Where else have we played, guys? Bunch of houses uh, in Oakland. <laughs> bunch that, of houses. That cafe um, in, um, in Southside that we were going to play uh, our record release show at. Black Fort. Oh, Club, Club, Cafe. Club Cafe. There's a that James uh, Street Gastro Pub. It's not there anymore. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was in the north side. That place was really cool. Uh, I guess think, various man, house venues. Yeah, we played yeah, that show we at played. Pitt. Oh, no, that was Naked Spirit. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I remember, like, one of our first shows was, like, that practice space in Braddock. What was that oh, yeah, place right. called? Like, Doc Doc something. 5. Yeah. That had a mini ramp in oh, it, yeah, and we were totally. all skating it. That was sick. Yeah, that was that I was. Would, I would play there again, but I don't know, like, who even is at that space now. Roboto? Uh, I don't think we it played exists Roboto. anymore. Oh, yeah, I think they, like, tore it out. Oh, yeah, we played at Roboto. I'll tell you Colors. what, I really miss playing at Roboto right now. I would kill to play yeah, at Roboto. Yeah, absolutely. Uh... Absolutely. <laughs> I w- I'm fine. I shouldn't You're have said You're still good? You, you don't miss it? <laughs> I don't miss I don't miss Roboto. Sorry. I just want to play like live step, again, it's man. A, it's hard. It's a, it's a step too far for me. Maybe next <laughs> week. <laughs> Maybe yeah, Tom, just give it another Roboto. week and you'll be cr- you'll be crawling back to Mr. Roboto. I would love I would love to play oh, yeah. I would love to play a show though. What do you guys Bad. think with like <laughs> facts. facts? Good one good one, huh, Jesse? But um no, I mean <laughs> Yeah. It's funny. But what do you guys what do you guys think with um the coronavirus, you know, thingy? Like, what's that doing to, you know, music and concerts? It just seems to be a real shame. And a bom- it just seems to be like concerts will be like one of the last, one of the last things to come back from all of this. Yeah, uh, it definitely sucks. And uh, I don't think many people were ready to like transition into what you kind of have to do now to be a band during this. And I'm not even sure what that is exactly besides like, live streaming and just writing and putting music out but like i don't know like i don't really like the idea of having to just live stream and that's how people uh see you play live like that sucks and i don't want to do that but we might have to yeah like weren't you saying the other day you were watching like Bruce Springsteen or whoever like uh, play it that was, like uh, the Rolling Stones were playing yeah yeah the Stones, the Stones yeah that on and like <laughs> it was like I was like oh this is cool but then like 20 seconds into it I was like oh my god I hate this because it's just like they're just sitting there playing and they're like each individual square and it's just boring it's just so boring like I did think it, like did it sound good no it sounded terrible like <laughs> I think if if it's gonna be if we're gonna do this live stream thing. I think the best way to do it would be like if you watch like uh, if you get on YouTube and watch like KXP like their live sessions are really cool and I think it's just going to have to be a more like professional setting where you can hear it really well and like there's camera work to make it interesting, you know? Um yeah, you know, unfortunately like with everything going on, it's like everybody finds themselves in a different situation, like every band uh like none of us live together right so like we aren't gonna be jamming together for at least another month or two like i don't know and whenever it's okay again right but like if any of us live together we could do something like that yeah that's true um and even like going further into the future like if things settle a little bit more and eventually like people can like be around each other but there's still no like big concerts i think that's when you're gonna see like like live sessions become really popular and you're gonna see a a lot of like new like people producing live sessions and i think that'll be great and i think that's way better than like kind of the way we're doing it now i mean it's just so new so it can't be what it what its uh full potential is you know but 
so far I don't like it. I hate it. It sucks. I think one of the big things with um that are just gonna come out of this is that you know not only just people just appreciating things more, but a lot of people just going out and trying new things and just doing something creative. Oh yeah, and like enjoying a show and just appreciating a live show. You know that just we took a lot of things for granted just to lose. And I think um just whenever you know they finally open everything back up. You know, it's just, I think a lot of people are just going to be like, yes, and just, you know, go out and enjoy a concert, go to a bar. And maybe people already, like, right now, just working on music, working on something creative, like, on your computer at home, and just, they want to show it. And so, I think there'll be a lot of, like, creative energy coming out. Yeah, I mean. That's my observation. No, definitely. You know? Like, there's, like. Absolutely. There's, like, um, things that have happened for us already that, like, just because we've all been able to be home like we've been able to push things a little further with like our releases so like like basically i'm talking about music videos uh that we can just do like sitting at our computers from home and that's been really cool yeah like for the first single uh or well for the single that just came out bluish jesse did the animation for it like and then he had his friend from back home, Justin Shirey, um, work on do the editing for it. But yeah, we definitely would have wouldn't have been able to do that if we hadn't been home. And then we have a new single coming out in about a week, and I was heavily working on that music video, and Jesse did the animation for it as well. Um, but yeah, it's like we definitely wouldn't have had time to do that stuff at all. So yeah. it's a little yeah, bit of a silver cool. lining. Right. It's I pretty cool, album, too. Cause... The album is called Plastic. Yep. There you could go. Just go. No, I'm not. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Tom Higgins, you're good, bro. What's up, dude? Tom. <laughs> Tom, is this, is this on? <laughs> Oh, he's waiting. I was going to ask. Oh, shit. Did we lose somebody? Oh, no. Damn. I hate when that happens. But I was going to say, like, when you called it Plastic Western, like, what inspired the, the name? Oh, so that was, like, we did not have an album name, and we really needed one. So. We did an exercise. Yeah. Like, we just, like, went through all the lyrics. Can you guys hear me? Jake, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're just talking about how we got the album name uh, for Plastic Western. Um, oh, yeah, so my like, phone yeah, froze we up looked. cut out. So. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you're back. Um, back in the flesh. Yeah, so we just like looked over all the lyrics, and I think Jake, right? Uh, in the lyrics, mm-hmm. there's a string of words, and in that string of words, it's a plastic yellow Western omelet, and he picked out the words plastic and Western from that. And they just seemed really cool together, so we went with that. Fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> that's uh Yeah, exactly. yeah, it was actually funny. It was like we <laughs> met up at Tom's place and wrote out like we each took a group of songs and like wrote out all of the lyrics to them and then just like circled words that were cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was uh it's yeah. it's cool and it gives you a way to like dissect the lyrics even more and like understand them more. It's uh it's pretty neat. Yeah, I was um before my phone cut out, I was about to say like about like with the music videos and stuff. It's kind of like two sides of a coin cuz like we originally had these plans to like film a music video. We still might do it. Um but I like wrote like a loose like script and stuff and we I was like texting a bunch of friends to, like be in it and film it and that was like the week that like all the like the lockdown and everything happened so we had to like scrap that idea and just kind of like improvise and like jesse and jake like like learned more about like animation and making videos at home and we were able to like still do it by learning something new which is kind of sick so like it sucks that we couldn't do our original idea but we're still able to like make cool things with the uh circumstances i guess yeah, definitely nice. making yeah, the best of it. Yeah, again, just like, you know, with all the free time, you know, you kept for a few days, you kind of just like sit around and then you just realize, oh, 
I gotta be doing something more productive than this. And so I think that just starts, you know, this is kind of like, it's definitely like an unprecedented time. You know, people are going to remember this in like textbook. Well, they won't have textbooks years from now, but (laughs) (laughs) the equivalent in the PDF, you know, like every history book, it's, it's always something cited from like world war two since the world war two era. It'll be coronavirus will be one of those coronavirus and like 9-11 you know it's, it's gonna be yeah. a date yeah it's be like, like one of those big those big years well, people our age get two. people our age get to do coronavirus and 9-11 yeah you get a double double whammy <laughs> yeah and the recession both recessions it's like pretty big <laughs> too. another one yeah um <laughs> three recessions what else and we're not even 30 yet <laughs> oh yeah there's plenty of room for more there's gonna be there's gonna be more <laughs> war there's we're gonna see lots of stuff <laughs> It'll be a lot of content to talk about. Yes, this a this lot one of inspiration. This one, uh, yeah. Bring sure on the <laughs> bring on the content. Hey, as long as it you know it creates content. As long as you have, content, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, you got to get that content rolling, man. Yeah, imagine yeah, going through this with no content. Just uh, uh, I would just I would lose my mind. I'd be <laughs> like, oh man, I can't. I'm gonna start a war. I need some content. You know, like. No, that's that's mean. You don't do that. That's why we did Operation Iraqi Freedom, dude. We needed videos. What's go is Tom on? Or is his Tom thing malfunction? Is Tom here? Uh I don't know. Uh technical difficulty. I can see you guys. It's that five G. Can you guys hear me? That five G that's Oh yeah, we're good. Yeah, it looks fine on sorry my phone keeps doing that. Yeah, you guys froze, but yeah, I could dude, no I could still hear. I'm gonna turn my video off. Maybe that will help things like not be so slow. Oh, yeah. you know? I would like you to do that too, just because my battery's gonna die. We only really need the audio anyway. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. see What's how this, up? let's see how this works. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is, this is good. I have a. I just have a few, you know, questions. Just goofy questions. Like here, I have one. I wrote one down. It's a uh, top three gas station food slash drink purchases you know whenever you go to the gas station what's your must your go-to i'll start I'm, with yep i'm gonna go ahead and answer for jamie oh, i was gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> because He's the guy jamie jamie ha- is the king of of gas station snacks he loads up in a big way let's just name um, all the stuff he, we see jamie he, eat lots of beef jerky oh, yeah lots of nuts candy trail mix i've seen oh dude sour straws he loves sour straws and like (laughs) what else like just all those like sugar-coated like gummies yeah he he really likes gummies like but yeah i like i like a good snickers bar i'm a big fan of uh funyuns funyuns are really good um yeah i uh I like like a thick chip, like a Cape Cod chip is really good. And um I like to get a coffee if uh there's coffee there. And see, I usually like it's really hard for me to make up my mind when I'm at gas stations and trying to find like the perfect snack cuz I don't think there is a perfect snack. So I'm just like on this journey where there's like no actual thing to find i just have to like make up my mind because everyone's ready to go that's how i always feel it's really it's really really hard for me to like (laughs) pick a snack out so cape cod chips i feel like that's usually what i end up going with i don't know why i like them those are good for sure i have some downstairs right now oh yeah see there it's a it's a popular chip you know yeah quality stuff always like a good any type of like a Hershey's bar, like a Reese's, you get like some like you know you get like the sweet and salt, you get some pretzels with that. Oh yeah. You get, like, Oof. get like an Arnold Palmer iced tea. Oh, I feel like I've gotten. Uh, I see like how they. Yep. Oh, well, I was gonna say combos. That's another. Like a, yeah, like a combo. A yes, underappreciated snack right there. It's a combination of of pretzel and um like a filling. I think like a nacho cheese is the original, but um. Uh, classic. Pizza. That's a. That's another popular flavor uh, for a combo. Yeah. 
Also, like, uh, I also noticed with the, um, the st- you know, they got, like, the Starbucks, the double shot. They got, like, a triple shot now. Oh, Those are yeah. good. I've you know these. what? I've seen them. I, I've seen them. I've never tried one, but I've seen them. I'm like, what the? That's fuck? something. Uh, like 350 or something. Oh, that's one? great. I would probably. Highway robbery. I would probably buy that, though. <laughs> I like the double shots. Um, That's something I, I get all the time from gas stations. Yeah, I get tons of those double shots and like cold brew drinks. I don't even know if those double shots work. Like, I don't even know if I've like felt the effects, but I just it's like, it's like a placebo. Maybe I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty strong. I'll have to try the triple. I think I need to try the triple. Tom, did you mention what yours was? No, no, I didn't yet. All right, so it's just water. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't an ice just a cold water. I don't care about chips. I don't care about candy. Yep. I don't care about any of that shit. Uh, when I'm on the road, I like to keep it strictly business. Um, I want to be feeling healthy and alert while I'm driving. So I'll go for maybe some nuts. Uh, you know, they can be honey roasted or maybe like uh, like sriracha, spicy ones. Um, the cold brew coffee or double yeah. shot, like we just said. So some nuts and that. And then um, I actually was going to say water, but... Let's uh let's scooch the water off the list and put uh sunflower seeds. It's a nice uh I, I was thinking nice I was road just snack. That, dude. I was just thinking sunflower I was gonna bring that up. There you go. There's like a moment in time. I think there's yeah, a the, there's a photo synergy. <laughs> there's a couple of photos of like me and me and Jake like standing outside of a few different gas stations on a tour where I'm holding up snacks and Jake probably has snacks in his hand. Yeah, we, we should uh, probably try to find those. I think that'll be the answer. That's the key. We uh we do stop. Oh, the, yeah, we stop and uh, snack when we're touring. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we love to snack. We like to leave early so we can stop leisurely and snack. As yeah, a, there's one I thought of. What's what's like the sketchiest ga- gas station you've been to? Like the sketchiest one, or just like a crazy like? There's always something going on at like a gas station, you know, especially like late at night. Hmm. One time we found a cat. Oh yeah, we fed it. Oh a, yeah, sa- or tried to feed the cat a sa- like a tuna salad sandwich. Was that? <laughs> we went in and yeah, bought. It was, in, it was uh, a kitten. It was yeah. in Massachusetts. I thought that was in Ohio, but maybe it was in Massachusetts. No, we were driving from Worcester, Massachusetts, to Albany, New York, or maybe the reverse of that. That's it. No, that is it. Yeah. Yeah. That- you guys been out in Massachusetts? Where's like? What's that like being out in Western Massachusetts? Uh, it was fine. How's it different it was, than Pittsburgh? It was nice. We like playing in. We've had some really cool shows in in um like Boston. That's not Western Mass, but I think like it was cool. Like it's definitely different than like playing in Boston. I mean, it's like where was it? Worcester is that where we played? Yeah, yeah. That was actually At, like an art that was a pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool venue. It was like. Uh, like garage that like they were like working on cars and bikes but it was also like an art studio slash like co-op oh I, it was a neat it was a neat place i just remember like one of the bands had a member that had the exact same first and last name of my wife and like oh, right. i saw them like comment on the facebook event for it and it was just like her name and i was like why is like why is she commenting on this and it was just a totally different person that has the same exact name. Yeah, Get that's it, so man. weird. Yeah, so that's that's what it's like to play in Western Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as uh, let's pick the name. I was gonna ask this, um, but we're still talking about gas stations. As a band, are we uh, Sheets or Wawa? <laughs> oh man, I like Wawa I a like lot better. Sh- I know you do, Jesse. I like Sheets. I mean, I go to Sheets more. I, I obviously, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Sheets. I like Gecko. Oh, I hate Gecko. Gecko ain't bad. I Support think if you had to rank it, it goes Wawa, Sheets, <laughs> Gecko last. <laughs> I like Wawa. I'll say that I went to a Sheets once, and I went to get Arnold Palmer. The Arnold Palmer was like a buck seventy nine, and I was like, no. That's a ninety-nine cent beverage. It says so on the can. Well, sheets. <laughs> I haven't been to a sheets. I haven't been to a sheets since. Sheets pays their their workers better. So I mean. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> good for you, good for you, Andy. Going. You gotta put your foot <laughs> down. Yeah, it's, it's, it took a 
hard stance. Yeah. What else? Oh, here we go. Speaking of gas stations, if you're at the store, any store, do you guys get paper or plastic or both? Now, I know it's Earth Day, but it's a classic question. Paper or plastic at the grocery store? If I have to get a bag that they have there? Yes, if you have Let's to. say if it's Aldi, I go with paper, but if it's Giant Eagle, I go with plastic because the bags are a lot different uh, store to store. But, I mean, I try to bring yep, my own bags same whenever here. I can. Jake, that's the same with you? Like, it, it varies for you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Like, the Aldi exactly. plastic bag is, like, very bulky. And you could, yes. like, reuse it, but it's just, like, you know, you're not going to choose the bulky plastic one over the paper one. But at Giant Eagle, it's, like, the thin plastic one. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I pretty much just shop at Trader Joe's. in a plastic? I've never done the paper and plastic. I always, I, I used to bag groceries in my hometown, like when I was a teenager, and uh, old people would request that like all the time. Yeah, I used to ba- be a bagger too. Nice bagger card pusher. Yeah, I had to, I had to push. Giant Eagle Market District. Baby. Oh really? I had to actually like carry the groceries out for people, and like sometimes I would get a tip. It was like yeah, really old fashioned. There. Yeah, that's cool. And we weren't allowed nice. to get. We weren't technically allowed, but I was like, no, nah, I'm getting one. Yeah, right. You know? It was one of those shady, under, yeah, under the table, like, yeah, thank you, you know. Made an extra buck 52 today. Sweet. Yeah, one time I got, like, a $5 tip because the woman I carried out for, like, she was like, yeah, last night I saw John Mellencamp in concert. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> and, like, just tipped me $5. John Cooper. Yep. You think that's how like Diddy got inspired to change his name a lot? Because he saw John Mellencamp, John Cougar. He's like, this guy can do it. Uh, <laughs> Getting away with it, sucking eye. P. Diddy, Pop Daddy. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say that John Cougar Mellencamp was probably not an influence for Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, he's just, he's just there. I mean, the guy's, na- the guy's nickname's Cougar. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> all right all right all right all right what movies have you guys seen during the uh you know during the pandemic um ladybird jojo rabbit uh something had the title knives in it knives what was it knives, knives out. out yeah knives out knives out. yeah i heard that was good. That's yeah a, that's a good like movie. i saw a lot of good movies during this uh pretty cool i would say those are my top three nice i've been watching um albert brooks movies do you know albert brooks andy i feel like i've heard of the name um so he's like a he's like an old school comedy guy he's not really like a stand-up um but he's like one of those guys from like the 70s and 80s who's just funny and like wrote funny movies and was he's like a comedy actor too um so I've been like I like rented a few of his movies online and watched them and they're they're really funny and I like them a lot. That's about it. I don't normally watch that many movies, so I'm trying to use this time right now to like uh to like watch stuff like that that I've always wanted to and never never really did. So I'm going to keep checking out Albert Brooks's movies and maybe like dive into some older like older like classic comedy stuff from like the 70s and 80s. Not the 60s, too old. Yeah, I tried. I tried watching like '60s comedy, and I just didn't. I just didn't like get it. Like, I get like why you know people back then were big, like a Lenny Bruce or something like that. Yeah. But it's just like watching it. Just see. I guess like I think back in the day, it was just like mind blowing to just have a guy like up there swearing or just saying whatever. Oh uh, like, yeah, talking about for sure. Taboo subject. Like definitely. Like you know, and like getting arrested and stuff like that. But listening to it now it's just like the dude just sounds angry you know what i mean yeah it's definitely you definitely need some some context of the times with that stuff i think a lot yeah tons yeah tons of content yeah i think comedy doesn't hold up like music does because it's so like it can be very topical and like reactionary to like what's happening in the world and people now don't have that context so it doesn't hit oh yeah definitely all the time it's like george you know i guess one of the few guys would be george carlin because he had like 
so many stand-up specials, you know. And he just yeah, I, I love all, him. Like different subjects over different eras. Yeah, it's just how many albums did he have? Like fifteen, like something outrageous. And you know, you seem to just cover like every every like subject. But I think everyone could always pick one where it's like this is my favorite. Like that's you know what I mean. If you're a different type of person. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he went from like the hippies, kind of like a I think. Like, his early material was very, like, again, like, back in the 60s, stuff like that. His early material was very just, like, you know, safe, like, late-night show, just kind of goofy. Yeah, he, like, weather, he, he like, became, like, a hippie guy. Yeah, he, like, wore a suit and, and had short hair and stuff. Oh, yeah, he was <laughs> clean-cut. And then, um, yeah, just slowly, like, his transformation, like, you know, it's, like, the seven dirty words. Like, that's all, like, his best, you know, what he's most known for, but... Then he goes into like wearing like all black and like his later shows and just it's more of like an angry rant, but it was still like his last special was pretty good when he was just real old. Yeah, I think it's solid. It was, it, yeah, it was. It just made me laugh because he just it seemed like he knew he was on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the bits on there is just called "old fuck" and that's like his intro. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right, actually. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that one like just a couple months ago. Matter of fact. Yeah. But yeah, some of that old stuff does hold up as far as like as far as like comedic like movies and TV shows, I think. I think a lot of it is still pretty funny. So that's what I've been trying to dive into. Kind of like studying studying yeah. like the older days of comedy that people yeah. forget about now. Yeah, like all the way back to like the vaud, you know, like vaudeville and stuff like that. And I'm not going back that far. Okay. <laughs> I've like listened to a podcast it's it's back to like you know, like a Bob Hope. Like Bob Newhart, you know, just like guys like that, and it, it kind of like traveling circuses and stuff like that. It's, it's just interesting to hear about it. Hey, I've got a question but, for uh, Tom and Andy. Uh, yeah. We were talking about how like some bands have influence from the '90s, and people will call them a '90s band. Are there comedians that are like that? Like, yeah, I'm like an '80s style comic. I don't think so. I, I don't think anybody would do that intentionally because it would just be bad would it <laughs> i think so. i mean like obviously people would say you remind them of somebody yeah if because yeah. like it it like changes like so much like if you were to be like oh i'm like like uh, like i'm a 90s comic like i want to be like jerry seinfeld like observational comedy or whatever <laughs> like if you do that people will just be like hey man like that's already that's already been done it's yeah, lame. but it's like, like that's hack. But like bands can do that now. Yeah, in music, in music, it's endearing. In comedy, it's being a hack and not trying. <laughs> do you think? Do you think there's yeah. a way to do it right though, without like there, being there, a hack? there definitely, there definitely could be, and I, I bet that somebody has done it. I mean, there are people who do like, almost like sarcastic. Like they'll like do impressions of comics from the '80s or '90s. Right, I guess right. that's not really what you're. That's not really no, what you're asking, though. No, not not really. But I mean, that's kind of the closest that there is. Like yeah, like do you think there'd that's be an like interesting question. like maybe someone that's like, like they're an '80s style comic. They're like Andrew Dice Clay, but like without the homophobia. Dice, right? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I think. Uh, I love how Dice is always so polarizing to this day. And isn't that just like, in a way, it's kind of like, if you're still talking about it, it's like still polarizing, like whatever the art is. Does that make it good or does that make it bad? Isn't that the real, like, isn't that up there with like art? Like, it's divisive, I guess. You know what I mean? Isn't that what they, people say, like, good art divides or whatever? Like, I don't know what, but he just seems to always like get a reaction out of people. I don't know if good art has to be divisive, um, but if it is, people will talk about it. That is true. And if people talk about it, that will give it a further reach. So, yeah. And if it has a further reach, more people will think it's good, which will make it good. It's all about it's all about that audience. Yeah, yeah I guess like I guess the similar Anna would would one liners. I feel like one liners is just it's an all time. It, it's just a style of comedy, but it's. You know, I know a guy like like somebody like Stephen Wright or whatever. Like he was big in the '80s, or like Ronnie Dangerfield. He did that, and you know, late '70s and like '80s stuff like that. Yeah, and I think like I think like comedy is less like like music. Music is more easily like categorized into like time periods and decades, 
And uh, I think comedy does that a little bit less. I think it's categorized more by like styles. Um, like certain stuff, like certain styles were more popular during sometimes than other times. Right. I guess. So I don't know. That's a really interesting question. Yeah, there's, there's, I guess, I guess like the number one thing is just, I don't know. I don't know really, but, uh, <laughs> I guess I think it's just doing your own. I guess the, I, the advice I've heard is just be you. So whatever's closest to you. It's like that's the way. Yes, that's the it only. It's a laugh and it gets a response. That's the way. That's, that's how it works. It's the best way to be. Best way to be original. And that's like as like simple-minded. I guess is that just sad. That's no, I mean like, that. You know, like who are that you? totally you know, applies that's to big, like. That's existential. No, that like that applies to writing music too. Like. Oh, definitely. I feel yeah. like a lot of like this with this band, especially this new album, like a lot of the lyrics and melodies and all that like came more from me than anything else I've ever done before where it felt like a lot more derivative. This felt like a lot more genuine. So just like, just like in music, I feel like, you know, like for a a comedian to like stand the test of time, like their style has to change. Like George Carlin's style has changed over time. There was like, he had like an arc, like big bands, like seem to have like, you know, musicians that last for a while have like it seems to be like an arc in their career. Yeah. Like that. I'll give oh, yeah, a good sure. example. I'll toss this out. It, it'll like say some people that have been around a long time. I'll just say like you, like you too. You know what I mean? Because I've you know I've listened to like most of their stuff like and to them they kind of started as like almost like they were like post punk, but then they kind of went more towards like American music, and then they did like alternative like dance music, and then they did something in like the two thousands where it was more. It's just kind of like, you know, we know our audience are, you know, they're going to be parent, you know what I mean? By the time they were 40, whatever, they knew their audience was, you know, they knew their audience, they're 42, and they'd rather listen to just some family, you know, I guess, like, big universal themes or whatever. And now you're just, eventually you just, you know, you're too old of an ass, I guess. That's why they downloaded that album on everybody's phone. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the biggest issue. <laughs> that <laughs> album's... <laughs> That album still plays on my phone. That album played on my phone today. <laughs> yes, it did? Yes. It's insane. Bro, I think it, like, you can take it off. Plays. No, I feel like I tried no. to, and it, I, I couldn't. No, I've seriously tried. I don't think... Is it on my phone? I think it's possible to take it off, but Probably. it's hard to do it. I think it's like the, I, think the I did it. virus. <laughs> yeah. Seri- seriously. I was excited when it came on the phone. I was like, yeah, nobody else was thrilled. But... I don't know. The album kind of sucked. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know what you thought as a U2 listener it's of just, Songs of Innocence. It's just, it's, like, you two all, like, why are 54 year old guys trying to make music for people that are like, tw- like, music listeners are like 20, 25, you know, 18, like, it's yeah. young people, young people determine, like, what's, I guess, popular. Yeah, I mean, know? like, and everyone's like, you too. My dad listens to that band. So it just, you know, it's like the Stones just have that, like Beatles and Rolling Stones just have that, like appeal, like for all time. Like it's just, they're always cool. You too, somehow it's just, they misstepped, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'll take it. So I'm trying to think what else. Oh boy. Where are we at? Hey, if I if I randomly like drop out, it's because my phone's probably gonna die soon. So, that's that's why. All right. So if Jesse drops out, it's because the phone died. And then I'll be out for good. Okay, so. heard. <laughs> That'll probably be around like whenever that happens. We'll do it till. How much battery do you think your your phone has? Oh, uh, like five. Five. Yeah. Damn. So that's within. You're you know, you're down there, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm at yeah. twenty. Which is not great. I'm trying to think. So, like, just, yeah, the band's same. It's like, where, where'd, like, the name come? Is it, like, an acronym for anything? You know, to really tie it? Or is it just same? Like, we're, like, the same, just the same band? Uh, Like, what's the meaning behind it? I've been thinking about it. No, there's no meaning. Stuchel, Andy, McKee's Rocks, Entertainment. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, there's no real story or meaning. It's uh, we were just at band practice one night and we're trying to figure out a name. And it took us a long think, time to come up with a name, dude. Like months. 
Yeah, we yeah. should come up with a, like a cool story for how we came up with it, though. Um, yeah, well, we really wanted you know, like it a, like a nice origin, a nice origin story. <laughs> to really, we really, w- we really wanted it to be one word, but all the cool one words have been used already. So we had to dig a, dig a little bit deeper. <laughs> it could be like an acronym, you know. Make it like an acronym. You can hashtag it. You know, get that. Yeah, we yeah, should. Then just, we can get in, then we can get incorporated. We should just we should become, we should, become an LLC. We should make it stand exactly. for something insane. Stooch, what would you what would you make the acronym if you if we paid you to do it for us? Uh, I guess if you tell us now, we don't have to pay you. So I don't know some. Same uh, makes the acronym from same should just be same ass <laughs> mechanical <laughs> eel. There you go. So same ass, same ass mechanical. So the first so word the acronym is for same. So the acronym for same. Yeah, the first <laughs> word s is same again. Throw you off and be like, "What the fuck?" And then you just go, same ass mechanical eel. Because how often do you see a mechanical eel? Now, see now I have a wait. Can the can, can the first uh, letter of the acronym for same, which is the word same, can that have its own acronym too within it? Yeah, it could be like yeah, it could be like uh, Inception. It'll be like Inception for band names. We could just make like a little. Um... Like a book within our band name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just really, really complex acronyms, like overlapping and intertwining. That sounds like something that Dimitri Martin would do in like yeah. one of his books. I remember watching, I remember he had that show on, mm-hmm. it, I think it, it was on for what, two, three seasons and it got pulled? That yeah, was a good it was show. really funny. Um, yeah, I have like a few of his books and he does like really like, really creative like wordplay and stuff and that just sounds like something he would do and it would just turn into an entire story of all acronyms they just build just build on each other but yeah same doesn't it doesn't mean uh anything until now until, until now, now. Yeah, here we go till now so here you go that's how you tag it listen to the podcast to find out the origins of the band name <laughs> exactly <laughs> the fabled origins <laughs> Uh, just take a throwing topics here. Dude, what do you what do you guys give a guess and estimate? What do you guys think? Shows. I know we kind of covered this earlier, but like, give like a month. You think <laughs> when shows will be like a thing? Yeah, I, I guess a month, or maybe you know, maybe maybe if it's right, I don't know. It's um, like fifty bucks. I'm gonna like say twenty twenty one. I'm gonna say June of twenty twenty one. Wow. Yeah. June of next year. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to be a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to say like January of next year. In in the middle of winter? Uh, yeah, I mean. Flu, flu season. I've heard like conflicting things where it's, you know, the flu season, I guess. It, is it because it's colder out that you get or that, or is it because people are more inside, you know, and that's this flu, I guess, grows when you're inside, like in the, you know. And like the warm temperatures and stuff yeah side like your home i think the virus like, just I'm trying to figure out like, doesn't yeah. like it's harder to survive in hotter climates so when it's cold it's like easier to spread because there's just more of it out there i don't know that's probably not exactly right but i think that's the Gross. gist yeah i've heard like the heat it'll just kill it but it's i've heard like that was wrong too see i don't know to I, an extent i just opened my phone and it don't there's definitely less virus phone, yeah. in just get, hot weather just, than cold just get the flu shot and don't think about it. I think a lot of it yeah. depends on when we get a vaccine and that will depend like Yeah. Like if we get a vaccine like next month, then you'll see things happen way sooner, you know. But they say it will take a year, so yeah, I mean in, in Britain they said there's not gonna be live entertainment until twenty twenty one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's um, it's probably right. It probably won't be until I think next it's year. not that's not like the law, but that's what they told people to expect, so crazy yeah it is really Uh, it is really crazy just to think about kind of like the like the last time like the last time that you like played music or did stand-up like you didn't know it was gonna be the last time for like a year (laughs) right everyone will be 
everyone will be like back to square one. You know, like performing yeah. live in front of an audience, especially like if you do if you do comedy, you know, or even like musicians too. It's just getting that, but it's you know you get the ball rolling. You know, it's like a oh yeah thing. totally oh yeah. It's like it's a it's an exercise. It's like a muscle. Like I yeah. went out running, I went out running today, and I was just out of breath after like three minutes. And it's like normally like I'll run like five days a week or something like that. I didn't go for like a week. I've just been eating bagels, you know, <laughs> drinking drinking this Arnold Palmer garbage. And it's just, you just can't go if you stop if you stop sometimes even for like a di- like two three days it's like you get exhausted like just not doing anything live like performing or anything like that for a whole year that's gonna yeah. throw a lot even like yeah, those big time big time artists and performers are gonna be those first shows good. are gonna be bad yeah <laughs> it's gonna be shitty people are gonna be cold <laughs> here's the other thing too is like <laughs> like whenever this ends is there gonna be like <laughs> One weekend where every single band <laughs> is trying to have their first show back. Uh, like, well, yeah, that's that's right. Nuts. That's the thing too. It's like when all this first started happening. It's like so we had all these shows lined up like through May through the summer, and it's like all of that's canceled, obviously. But it's like <laughs> I was like thinking about trying to like rebook stuff, and it's just like it's gonna be such a shit show because everyone's just gonna be looking at the same dates. It's yeah, crazy too. And so many people have like, they have holds for these dates at these venues, so it's like, do they still get the hold for after it's over, or does are they just gonna pick up the calendar for like where it was? Like, it's gonna it's gonna suck. You know what's <laughs> it's gonna interesting be is like, like right up until this for like the past like couple of years like people were just like three band bills three band bills are the best but when we come out of this and we can play shows again everyone's gonna embrace the six band bill it's gonna be the new like people are gonna like when six bands are on a show again for like to hell. for like a few months at least and then that'll wear off but you're gonna see like stacked shows i bet i will protest <laughs> i'll <laughs> I'll pro- <laughs> I'll protest outside of Roboto with an AK forty seven. What do you guys think is the perfect length for like a show? Like yeah, people like debate that. I feel like it's around like two hours. Like an hour and a half to two hours. Like a length for like a live show. Yeah, I think two hours is like two hours is like cutting it kinda long, but it's good. Yeah, I mean I feel like for I yeah. mean like three bands in two hours, that's like that feels kinda short just with like setup times and stuff, but like if they play half hour sets each, that's only like a half hour to set up and tear down. You set up. So I mean like it's probably like two and a half hours, I guess, with three bands is like a good length. That's the that's the best it can be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was probably thinking of more of like doing like a comedy I feel like with comedy I think like hour and a half you definitely it's definitely different dude people you, people don't yeah. people don't want to just sit there and listen to someone talk for more than well, 90 minutes you know oh yeah that's that de- like say you have like an opener or something for like somebody that's yeah like 10 15 minutes and then you get to the main act like around an hour like people start checking your phone and yeah stuff. exactly yeah like, I th- I, especially now you can't hold it's hard to hold attention like even for me like my attention spans like sure like i'm i could be with something and it's like an hour and a half in i'm kind of like just feel like checking your phone it's bizarre yeah music music definitely not good yeah music can be a little bit longer because it's not as it's not as like directly engaging you know like you can check your phone and like talk to your friends while you're watching a band and shit you know yeah so it's a little bit it's a little bit less uh like taxing on your like attention span i guess yeah what do you what's um what's your guys is like uh like a favorite performance Say like a video you go on YouTube that you guys always uh, look back on, or like that. That's like the best fucking show I think I've ever seen. Uh, that's a good question. Let me think. I always go back to those audio tree videos. I mean, there's there's a lot of good ones out there, but those are really those are really cool. Just the production value, the camera shots, and the the like. Yeah, the audio quality is amazing i'm trying to think of a of specific ones though um let me think like probably there's this video okay there's a video of pixies from like i don't know like the late 80s playing their song hey 
on like a live session. It's like some British like live production and it's extremely cool. And I watch that like fairly often. But I guess that's just like one performance, but like that, it's just like super sick. And I love that song. So it's cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even thought about this video specifically in years, but I'm just remembering it now that you brought it up uh, or brought up just another video. But Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros, there's a song of them playing on, I think, like Letterman before Joe Strummer died. And it's a song called Johnny Appleseed. And it's like he has like a 10 piece band. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's it's really cool. It's cool. That's that's probably the one. I really like that uh like off the top of my head like that f- that final um like the tiny desk that Mac Miller did like just a couple weeks before he passed away oh, yeah. like with with, oh, yeah. with Thundercat and everything like that video is crazy like yeah. I I watch that totally. I watch that every now and then he Gr- does really that, great performance uh that 2009 song in that and it's yeah. just like it kills you it's like super good it's just like damn I'll just, this is just one I was thinking, like, off the top of my head, too. It's I was thinking um, when they had, like, Woodstock 99. You ever watch videos for that? You see, like, DMX performing live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's totally. In red, he's in red overalls, and it's just him and a DJ, and in front of, like, 100,000 people. And it's it's literally, like, it's probably, like, one of the best performances of, like, just live i've ever seen like he just goes all in that's cool that's insane there's like i've never that's s- cool he just goes off it's fucking awesome <laughs> like he's like rough riders where you at and just everyone just just this massive crowd of white people just going <laughs> crazy girls are like flashing tit like woodstock 99 was wild i was just watching some clips like kid rock when he performed it was fucking crazy too like dude it was a different i have a kid time. rock video 9-11 was different um yeah so like I forget like what year, but it was the MTV Music Video Awards, and like Kid Rock performed "Ba with the Ba," but it opened up with yeah. like this like 100 person like elderly choir, and they were all just like "Ba with the Ba to bang it and like just like rising, and they yeah. just kept doing that over and over, and then like all of a sudden Kid Rock comes out, "My name is Kid," and it was just like oh, yeah. it was crazy. Like I, I want to find that video. Um, Damn, that would be I'm my new video if I can find it. it. That album's a good out. That cause isn't bad. It's not. It's like a guilty. That's like a guilty. Part. I'm gonna have to. Is the whole album? To is it. the whole album good or is just that song good? Okay, there's a few. Is songs. Cowboy on that one? Like cow- Cowboy's on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just... I want to watch the music video for Ball with the Ball. That it's it's got like he, dirt bikes says, in it. Yeah. When he raps, he's like star an escort service for all the right reasons. I'm just like, why is that a good one? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid love but it's like funny so like you could just i don't know i always like like just any kind of line with like humor in it like i could just picture him like winking at you while he says it like yeah this is dumb but you love it <laughs> this later <laughs> but uh i'm trying to think what else a little past an hour here oh well, I think, yeah what's your phone oh My his phone, phone died, died. Oh, there it is. I think he's, out, I think he's out, man. His phone That's died. That's not. You know what? Yeah, I'm approaching 10% here, so. Mr. Jesse, Mr. Jesse is, is off. Damn, I feel like he was just. He was good. I feel like he was just getting warmed up, you know. I know, <laughs> but I think, I think for podcast TBH going back to where we were talking about length of the show. I think length of a podcast, honestly, like, I think an hour like pushes it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big. I'm not really into podcasts, and a huge reason why is every time somebody sends me one, and, too I, many of and them. I click on I click <laughs> I click on the link. Yeah, first of all, there's 200 episodes of it, and every single one is two hours. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> hey, he's not talking about mine because we're only at 1:30. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's like a big that's like a big barrier for me, like a mental barrier to get into podcasts is like I the know, length I'm of try time. To make, I'm gonna try to make them shorter. I think like. I think 45 minutes to an hour. Unless it's like, it's going really, unless the conversation's going like really yeah. good and it's just flowing. Unless, if yeah. you're like, it just depends. If it's someone who, who yeah, exactly. If it's, or, if, like, yeah, it's or if it's a really interesting person with a good host, like sure, I could probably listen to that for a couple hours. Yeah. But yeah, yeah just depends. You guys have uh, any last words, any shout outs, any 
you know, tag, tag yourself, tag, promote social media, whatever. I'll do that in like the comments. I'll do the stuff for Jesse too. I know he lost his connection, but maybe he'll come <laughs> back. I don't know. No, all good. Yeah, we're on what Twitter. We're on Twitter, same PGH, Instagram at same band. Um, we have a lot of music coming out in the. We have a new single in the next week, and then the album comes out on the eighth. So just yeah, May eighth, uh, and uh, maybe some shows this summer, but we really don't know. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but if you, Were you uh, even listening, yeah, if you follow us on social media, we'll uh. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> Bye. All right, I think I think that's it. I think that's it. I'll just shout. Out, I'll just end it here, and uh, you know, thanks guys for coming on. Same band. Yeah, it's yeah. Stooge. Thank you so nice, much. Uh, oh, yeah, thanks so much for having us on. Great to meet you. Yeah, that was fun. Great meeting you too. Yeah, dude, this is fun. You know, stay safe. You know, just enjoy it and ride it out. That's all we can do here, and enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. All right, peace out. All peace. right, later. Yeah, sure. For sure. Do you want me to just uh